Welcome to today's episode of Obsessively Outspoken. I am your host, Remington, and today I have the pleasure of speaking with a random co-host that I've never met before. What we're going to do is just pick a particular topic and hope you find it interesting. Thank you for listening. Enjoy. To fitness, sports, exercise, and stuff, I just clicked this weight loss journey to uh, see who's on the other end. This is my first time on Anchor, and if we're going to be discussing weight loss journey, I feel one of the things we should talk about would be goal setting for people that are on a weight loss journey. Okay, I, um, I agree. What about what about you? So I am a health educator. So all day, every day, I coach individuals on weight management, healthy eating, physical activity, stress management, tobacco cessation. Um, and that's on the professional side. But I also, on the personal side, had a weight loss journey back in 2002. I was uh, overweight and I was going upwards in my weight and I decided to you know, really modify my diet, get on the exercise regimen. And I mm -hmm. lost the weight. I've been able to keep it off since, even though it's starting to creep up now that I'm getting older. But I know firsthand what it's like to be on that weight loss journey and, and how sometimes you can have success and sometimes you can have failures and just the ups and downs that yeah. comes along with it. Okay. Yeah. Um, I've had a weight loss journey. I mean, I'm young. I'm only 19 years old, but I mean, I started off, I was maybe 13 years old at around 180. And uh, since then, it was my goal to continue with bettering myself and my health and aspects of losing that weight was one of those things when it comes to becoming a better version of yourself. At 13? Yeah. What was the, what was the, um, what was the, what prompted this in you at 13? That's pretty young for you to have that epiphany and then act on it. What, what happened? Well, growing up, I was around a lot of, uh, I had a lot of male figures in my life and, um, they were all into sports and I was the youngest one. I mean, my oldest brother is 10 years older than me. My other brother older than me is five years older than me. So they were on the basketball team. They were playing a bunch of different sports with their friends. And whenever I was a part of that, I couldn't keep up. And that level of competitiveness that they instilled in me was ultimately what brought that initiative. Okay, so if it wasn't for your older brothers, yeah, older brothers, my uncles. I mean, at 13, I also decided that's when I, I wanted, to, wanted to wrestle at a high level. And my uncle was a drill sergeant and a former wrestler as well. So 
once I told him that decision, he had me training every day from from then on. So what were some of the the dietary habits that that led you to to gain that that much weight at 13? Um just not caring what I put in my body. Every time every time I'll sit down at the table at dinner, I'd be filling up my plate and grabbing another full plate and it was just the lack of discipline when it came to understanding that what I put in my body is an ultimate reflection of not just what I look like, but how I feel, how I perform, and how I can, how do I say this? Well, I'm going to change it up. It's actually also because of the fact that at that age, I lived to eat instead of eating to live, if that makes sense. It does. Yeah. Yeah, I was the same way. I had issues with portion control. I, I, I had no concept of what, what a portion size was. I used to eat out regularly, um, especially at McDonald's. I used to go there sometimes twice a day. I, I stopped being active and slowly but surely it just creeped up on me. And before I knew it, I was 30, 40 pounds overweight. Uh, wow. So I, uh, I stopped going to McDonald's as often. I learned what a portion size was by just looking at the back of the box or the bag or the can, mm -hmm. or the bottle. I became, I, I got into cardio strength training and slowly but surely it came off, but it was a lot of bad dietary habits that yeah. were instilled in me as a child that I, 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 I took with me as an adult and it was hard to shake until it was kind of too late per se. And then once I had that revelation, I knew what needed to be done. I just, I couldn't walk with that kind of weight on me anymore and I just I didn't feel good I didn't look good I knew something had to give and um, one day I stepped on the scale I remember I was at work I was working with a whole bunch of females and at an insurance company and there was a weight loss uh, challenge contest going on mm -hmm. and they took out a scale from one of the um, file cabinets and they all jumped on it and they were trying to figure out what their weight was so they can, you know, when it was time for the contest to be over, they can see how much weight they lost. And when they left, I went back in the file cabinet and I took the scale out and I stepped on it. And what I saw, it just lit something under me, just lit a fire under me. And I said, I can't, I can't do this anymore. If I continue, I'm going to, I'm going to weigh way too much than yeah. I want to be. So. I understand your plight and congratulations for, you know, it's quite a, an accomplishment. I think we need to, you know, congratulate people more on yeah, the success because it's not you. easy. No, you're welcome. Con congratulations to you too, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. So what bit of advice would you give someone who will be listening, who is currently where we were at, 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 at one point, what, what's words of encouragement? Um, so words of encouragement, uh, encouragement, sorry, I stuttered, but, um, as for words of encouragement, I mean, when it comes to when you, when you have that day or when that decision is made that you want to make a change and you're going to start to set those goals, my piece of advice would to be, don't base your goals off of your physical appearance. I'm, 
I mean, all of us want to look good, but ultimately our health is more important than our health when it's our physical health, our mental health, our overall wellness is more important than the fact that we have a pair of, we have a, a we have a six pack or we have big arms, you know? Absolutely. And also with those, setting those goals for looks, it's a lot more stressful in my opinion. Um, trying to get those those physical results to be tangible takes a lot longer for you to notice them than if you were to base your uh, goals on your own personal health as in I want to be able to cut my mile time down or I want to be able to eventually um, get this much stronger because those health goals will ultimately have the looks come in place also if your nutrition and your exercises are proper agreed you can you can feel you can feel the difference faster than seeing the difference absolutely absolutely i, w I would pretty much tell someone to just take it one day at a time don't yeah. get discouraged don't be overwhelmed you may not see the results like you said you may feel it before you see it and sometimes, you know, there are other benefits to eating healthy and physical activity than just what we see on the scale. You may be losing inches. You may be more energetic. You may be able to sleep better. So mm -hmm. you want to take all those things into account as well and understand that is success. I know some people who don't lose the weight as fast as they want to. Well, one pound is one is, is one pound. Two pounds is one pound. We don't want to minimize that. You know, yeah. we didn't put the weight on overnight, so we're not going to lose it overnight. So my advice would be, you know, just to stay focused, stay optimistic, stay positive. Yeah. Don't try to yeah. compare yourself to anyone else. Like you said, you may you may feel it before you see it, and that's okay. You just know you're going to get there. And another thing that I would like to address, what as you said, like. Some people may only lose one pound over how many days or weeks or two pounds and they may not feel as if they're getting where they need to be as fast as they need as they want to be but so just to give a little bit of my credibility so i don't because i don't want someone listening to think that i'm just giving out numbers or saying facts that i'm making up um i'm currently going to the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, and I'm double majoring in kinesiology and nutrition. And in one of those classes, what I learned is the fact that you don't want to lose two, you don't want to lose more than two pounds of weight per week. Other than that, that's rapid, more than that would be rapid weight loss and could also be, you could be losing it unhealthily. Correct. Which I also have not firsthand, secondhand experience with this uh, rapid weight loss was my mother. She lost a lot of weight and it was very rapid, but it ultimately led her to having digestive problems and she had to get her gallbladder removed because of the fact that rapid weight loss fluctuates so many different things in your body, including your hormones. So if, if you're only losing one pound to two pounds a week, just like you said, stay optimistic, take it day by day and just continue to work at it because the results are going to come if you just have that bigger picture look out, out on your goals. Right. No, I agree. I tell people time, one to two pounds a week, anything more than that. And you can risk tapping into lean muscle mass. And you don't yeah, want to lose well. 
don't want to lose um, a muscle mass and just losing weight too rapidly, like you said, it's just unhealthy and it's not sustainable. So you, you, you really want to pace yourself because, I mean, there are all these crazy diets out there where people can lose 10 pounds in, in two days. But how sustainable is that? You know, yeah, these yo-yo diets, you lose the weight, yeah. but then you end up putting on more weight than you did before you got on diet. So it's just a matter of eating, uh, a, 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 an, eating a diet that you're going to be able to sustain for the rest of your life. Jumping on yeah. and off of diets just doesn't work, you know? Yeah. So. And since you're speaking of diets, uh, one thing I'd like to add to that is what diet is right for someone, you know, um, there's a lot of different diets. We have the keto or we have just the, if it fits your macros type of, uh, people, right. but when it comes to choosing your diet, choose the one that is the most sustainable to your lifestyle and choose the one that will keep you the most consistent, something that you enjoy. Cause if you're stressing about it and, or you're hating the meals you're eating, or you just don't know which diet to choose find what will keep you the most consistent and happy along the journey of you losing the amount of weight you desire to lose. Absolutely. I, I agree. It's not a one size fit all fits all, mm -hmm. all type of, excuse me. Yeah. Um, you know, so, so you're right. You're right. You definitely have to, but I, I think people tend to look at other people and see their results or what's going on with them. And they're quick to say, well, which diet are you on? Yes. Or, or, yes. or what are you doing? And say, I'm going to try it too. While that person's diet may be tailored to them and may not necessarily work for you. So it's yeah. like you said, just to echo, it's important to find the diet and, and, and physical activity regimen. You know, mm -hmm. you may have some ailments, you may have some past injuries or whatever it may be that may you know, impede you from doing high impact cardio like the next person. So you yeah. may have to do low impact. So I think I, I like what you said. It, it's really tailored to the individual. Yeah. When it comes so, to diet and physical activity. Yeah. Yeah. Completely agreed. Um, my question for you, Remington, is uh, that day when you're at work at that insurance company and you stepped on that scale and the number you read made you decide to lose the weight what were some of the ways that you set your goals and paced yourself to get where you are today or where you wanted to be so it was in april and my birthday is in may and so i went i set a weight loss goal for my birthday it was going to be my birthday gift to myself oh nice and so um that was one and then I just knew I, I, I fast food, I had to, to curb it. I had to get more plant-based foods into my diet, more fruits, more vegetables. I drank a lot of Hawaiian punch, not enough water. So I had to cut back on that. So, I, you know, cardio strength training. So I had mm -hmm. a lot of goals set, but they weren't unrealistic. Yeah. I, you know, I felt like if I made a few changes here, a few changes there and I never really quite eliminated anything completely. I just, you know, I just ate everything in moderation. 
Well, it looks like time is up. Josh, it was great speaking with you. All the best. Thank you for all the listeners tuning in to the very first episode of the Obsessively Outspoken podcast. There is many more to come, so make sure you check for more episodes in the future. Please make sure you check out the website at www.obsessivelyoutspoken.com, the Facebook page, Obsessively Outspoken, uh, Twitter, underscore Outspoken1, Instagram, Pinterest, Google+. Thanks again for joining. Until next time.